Hello, my dear church boys, and welcome to St. Robert's Day Game Pickup Podcast, episode number 43, where I will talk about what you have to know if you are 30 or older, if you're in your 30s and you, are, you want to day game girls that are 18, 19, 20, up to 23, I would say, because many guys that are in their 30s, open girls that are 25, 24 or older, and when they see a younger chick, they see, oh, she's too young. What if she's under 18? What the fuck do they know? I have nothing to talk about with them. And they probably don't know how to fuck. They have different reasons not to open them. Well, I mostly open girls that are 18 to 22, 23. Because they have the freshest bodies. I mean, they're, you, I like the really, like, petite girls, so they're often petite, everything is firm, usually the tits are great, and also they are some of the easiest girls to get laid with if you have a good game. You might find it easier to get laid with a 25-year or 30-year-old because they will be more yes or no and kind of will require less game. So that's why I like 18-23 year olds and I just love taking a young, cute, 20-year-old, innocent girl and open her world to the depths of sex. First deep-throating, first time squirting, threesome experiences and stuff like that. And in this podcast, I will tell you what you have to know to date and sleep with 18 to 23 year olds. Before we get into the topic, a few announcements or a few things you have to know. First of all, you know that I make I publish these podcasts once a week, maybe once in two weeks, depending on how busy I am with coaching. So if there is anything more I want to share with my audience, then I do the, do that either in a, in our Telegram Day Game Church group chat or I send it out to my mailing list. There are a lot of things or there are not a lot of things, but there are some things that are not available to public and uh, they are usually available to the guys on the mailing list, like uh, things I'm testing, the content I'm uh, releasing. I sometimes release it to the mailing list and only months later to the general public. Like the videos you've seen on YouTube and about the daygamecourses.com platform, that platform has been available to subscribers for months now and I only made it public and announced it on a podcast last week. So if you want to be the first one to know about stuff, then make sure you are subscribed to my mailing list. Just go to strobert.blog, that is strobert.blog, and fill any of the forms on the website to jump on the mailing list. In the welcome email, you will also get a link to join our group chat where we have around 170 guys from all over the world, different levels of day gaming with uh, some great conversations going on there. Also, next week I am off to Budapest, Hungary to coach a student. If you are in our group chat, you know this uh, super Mario guy, uh, the plumber. He makes a lot of plumber jokes and cleaning the pipes. Well, I'm going to teach, I'm going to coach him in Budapest. If you are in Budapest, uh, shoot me an email to robert at saintrobert.blog and maybe we'll go for a beer. We'll see how busy we are. But uh, the, the, the day game season is fully on, so I'm getting back to coaching. Uh, this is the first infield I'm coaching I'm doing uh, since the COVID started, but I've been doing a lot of Skype coaching. 
both analyzing day game sets where guys send me audios and I go over the audios and then we have a Skype call where we discuss what what are the main sticking points the guy should fix so that he knows why his sets aren't moving forward, why he isn't getting the results he wants and what one, two or three things he should focus on for the next maybe 100 sets, maybe a bit more. And also I've been going over some dates. I have students sending me audio recordings of their dates were, and then I said, I listened to all of the date. And again, we have a Skype call where I tell what exactly are the mistakes that the student is making on dates and what are one, two or three, like a few main things he should improve. I actually did uh, two date an analysis calls with a student of mine and the first time he sent me his date, well, there were many, many mistakes and uh, he worked on them. But then a month or two later, we did another one and he sent me a date where I heard he has fixed all the mistakes I told him about and I basically told him to fuck off and not ask for any more coaching for at least six months because his game is just amazing and he doesn't need any more coaching. So if you want me to go over your day gaming fields or if you want me to go over your date recordings and you want to know why, you're, why you keep struggling and what you should focus on, then just uh, send me an email and sign up for some coaching calls. Uh, the email is robert at saintrobert.blog. And now let's start talking about uh, day gaming those uh, young, beautiful girls. The most common myth, the, the most common thing I hear from guys is I have nothing to talk about with them. Uh, we, have, we don't have the same experiences. Uh, the conversation usually doesn't go anywhere. And that's a big myth. Well, it's kind of true if you haven't developed your game enough. But what I'd like to say is if uh, you don't have anything to talk about with any person, it's not the person's problem, it's your problem, it's your responsibility to learn to build conversations. I have really nice dates with, with really young chicks and yes, sometimes you kind of, you have different life, experience, life experiences, maybe they are in the first year of university, maybe they are in the last years of high school. And yes, those topics are different, but it doesn't mean you can have amazing conversations and amazing time together. They still have their life, they still have their stories, their crazy stories, and you will not actually believe how crazy their stories are and the crazy shit they sometimes do, or vice versa. You might be surprised about how they look like uh, crazy party girls or they have this rock and roll vibe all in black and they, they are really chill girls that don't party that much and are actually kind of mellow. So it's your job to learn to build conversations during the dates and uh, if you haven't yet watched it then just go to daygamecourses.com which is a platform we launched a few months ago and it has free online courses on dating and on texting and just watch uh, the dating uh, basic series and you can also watch dating advanced series. Dating advanced series actually has a video on the question what to do if a girl is very slow to open up, if the conversation builds very slowly. So go watch those courses and they will help a lot with your conversation building skills.
What I like most about young girls, 18 to 23 year old, is they are really hot. <laughs> Usually they're the hottest girls. And the innocence. Even if they have partied, even if they have done crazy shit, they they usually still are pretty pretty innocent, nice and sweet, and I kind of love this. But what I dislike most about young girls, uh, you might, or it's not that I dislike it. It's it's a it's another myth that guys have. It's uh, they might say they are the worst in bed. But it's actually a myth. I've seen uh, more 25-year-olds that are shitty in bed than young girls. Young girls still are adventurous and even if they haven't had much sex, if they haven't explored many things, you can teach them those things. Uh, Yes, uh, older girls do give better blowjobs 100%. That's, That's true as fuck. But if you're seeing the young chick, the 20-year-old, for a longer time, you can teach her whatever you like in your blowjobs, and you will be the guy who taught her to suck cock. So, I mean, she will remember that forever. For me, it's interesting to teach girls new things. It's kind of like a little adventure. So, it's a myth. Younger girls are not bad in bed. If Again, if you think they're bad in bed, then the question is how comfortable are you yourself in bed and how comfortable are you with sleeping with younger girls, then I think you should work on your skills in bed and how you help a girl open up if you want to have great sex with girls that are shy. If it's hard for you to get a girl to open up, then instead of sleeping with a girl once, get her as a regular. Sleep with her more than one time. And over time, you'll see how she opens up and you will learn what helps a girl open up. And uh, instead of her opening up after a month or even two or three, she will open up after a few times you've had sex. Just as an example, I had a, a beautiful, amazing regular for two years. She was the only girl that I had real one-itis in these two and a half, almost three years that I've been single and been day gaming. And she was very slow to open up. She started giving blowjobs, I don't even fucking know, months into our arrangement. I don't know how to call that. And she was really, really shy, wouldn't open up. Um, But in the end, after two years, she was giving great blowjobs. We've had threesomes. We've had crazy, crazy experiences. She turned out to be a great squirter and all of those things. And that took me a while to help her open up. And another another example, I recently slept with a 19-year-old girl who was... I, I consider her a virgin. She A few years back, she had been raped. But I I don't think that counts as losing virginity. It's just a really bad, shitty thing that happened. Except for she had her first consensual sex with me. And after we had only slept uh, twice, she said she's interested in BDSM. She's interested in dom-sub relationships. She wants to explore that side. We actually went over the sub-dom checklist with around 50 activities that you can do in bed or outside and discussed what she's interested in, what she's shy about. And that's only 
it only took two uh, that happened after we slept only twice so I think that's really really fast for having a conversation about BDSM with a girl who just lost her virginity so just sleep with them more have regulars and learn to help girls open up. It will help a lot when you date younger girls. Some of the things I really love about young girls were, well, one of them is they are more open to exploration. They, there are many things they haven't explored yet. For example, they are very, I wouldn't say very open, but they are more open to threesomes. For example, again, let's take the 19-year-old 19, 19 that I had the BDSM conversation uh, with, about, uh, with. When she went over the activities, she, she really doesn't like the idea about giving blowjobs, so that was not on the top of her wish list or to-do list, but threesomes were way higher, so I actually think uh, if we keep seeing each other, I will try to set up a threesome with her. So that's one, they're very curious about uh, sex and about many things you could do, but they haven't explored the depths of their sexuality yet. That's why they're open to so many things. Well, another thing, another reason I like them, they are usually pretty open to pictures. They, they, they are fine with you taking pictures of them naked, uh, maybe even with them giving you head, you fucking them. Well, disclaimer, make sure uh, you have a conversation what you're going to do with those pictures. Do not post those pictures anywhere without her permission. That is A, illegal. B, it's fucking stupid. Don't be that guy. The main reason guys want to share pictures of naked chicks, especially without permission, the main reason they want to do that is to stroke their ego, is to say, oh yeah, look at this chick I banged, oh yeah, I'm, I'm such a cool dude. So yeah, don't be that guy, but at the same time, if they are fine with you taking pictures that you use for yourself, or if they say, oh, you can use them wherever you want, you can post them. I've had chicks that are completely fine with me posting their pictures, and I... I and they have given me permission, uh, as long as there is no face and no tattoos visible. Uh, I've done that. I have a picture on my Instagram with a girl tied up. She's, being, she's topless, she's tied up, and she has duct tape over her nipples, so the Instagram wouldn't ban the picture. So make sure you get something to remember, if that's what you like, and if she is down for that. But don't post those pictures in the group chat, especially if they have faces or tattoos or any other things the girl can be identified by. Uh, we've had those cases before and anyone who did, uh, did it before has been banned. Okay, let's now talk about the obstacles or the reasons why guys think it's uh, not a good idea. Uh, or what, what they see as obstacles for, for day gaming and sleeping with younger girls. One thing a lot of guys say, but oh, I'm too old for their taste and I'm like 35 and she's 18 or 19 or 20, whatever. Well, are you too old for their taste? Think about what they're used to. They're used to 20-year-old guys who don't know much about girls, who don't know much about seduction and who don't know much about women who haven't had too many sexual experiences so they don't know that well what to do in bed 
uh, and they haven't had those life experiences, they are they are the people they're used to, whereas you are the interesting guy that has done shit, has seen shit, has been places. So actually, I think it's the other way around. You being older is what you makes uh, is what makes you interesting because you had all those life experiences. You are kind of like the most interesting man in the world world type of character, and you are probably a better fuck. Another obstacle when opening, uh, when, when day gaming younger chicks is it's sometimes hard to tell who is 14 and who is 21. So wherever you are, whichever country you're going to or wherever you are living on day gaming, know the local laws. Make sure you know what's the, what's the age of consent. Don't do stupid things. If you are in a city long enough in, and if you open enough young cute girls, you will pretty soon be able to estimate the age very, very accurately. Like I can usually tell the age plus minus two years in, in Riga, in different cities, it's a little bit different. But if she is Russian or, or it's in Latvia, I can estimate pretty well her age. And there is nothing wrong with opening if you are not sure. When you open, when you start uh, the set, you will pretty soon find out whether she's in the last year in high school or university and you will find out her age. If she's in uh, last year of high school, you can easily ask her age. I opened a girl yesterday who was, in Latvia we have 12 years in school and she is in year 11 and I immediately asked, okay, how old are you? And she said, oh, I'm 18. Boom. Great. You can continue the set. Or maybe you'll find out she is too young. In that case, just wish her a nice day and leave. There is nothing wrong with opening. Just make sure you know the local laws, you know the age of consent, and uh, just don't do stupid things. And if she's too young, just leave the set. There is no problem with opening and finding out how old she is. Okay, what to do? With, uh, with, with 18 to 20 or 23 year olds. What are the things you have to pay attention to in your game? Well, first, this is important. You have to be fuckable. So how your style and grooming in order. There is, I've, I've done a podcast on how to be fuckable. So go back and listen to that podcast. And I also on my YouTube channel, there is a video about uh, it's either how to stop looking like a nice guy or how to start looking like a bad boy, something like that. It's a 30-minute long video where I talk about style with my stylist, Anna, who is basically res responsible for my amazing, incredible hotness. Well, she, she, she's my ex-girlfriend from many years ago and she took me with my really shitty style and completely transformed me uh, in, into the style that I have right now. She has worked with many of my students, uh, both in person and over the internet by making lookbooks for them. So if you think your style isn't uh, good enough or your grooming isn't good enough, make sure you watch those videos. Being fuckable is very, very, very important when sleeping with younger girls. I'm 32 with a shaved head uh, and a, a bit of a rock and roll style. 
beard, tattoos, I get IOIs from 18 year olds. So you have to look fuckable. Another thing you can work on is, well, you have your life experiences, you've been places, you've seen shit, you have many stories to tell. And there is a little trick how you can gather your life experiences and turn them into stories. You open a note and you write uh, down the alphabet in a vertical, like, uh, like vertically. So A, then next line B, next line C, next line D, and uh, all the letters. And what you do is you go to the top of the list. You look at, okay, A, what is a story I can tell that is about something on the letter A? Maybe you went to Antarctica. Boom. Write Antarctica and write the story shortly or just say Antarctica story. B, maybe you have been in New York City, you've been to Brooklyn and some crazy shit happened in Brooklyn. Write down the Brooklyn story, etc, etc. For each letter of the alphabet, think what's the story you can tell and make sure those stories are interesting, maybe some DHV. At the same time, make sure you aren't bragging and you have plenty of stories to work with to tell on dates. You have to use the assets you have because in every, whatever your age is, there, there are pros to being that age. So you have to figure out what those are and use them. And if you are over 30, then having amazing stories and life experiences is probably one of your biggest pros. You might think, oh, I'm over 30, I'm not, like, I don't know, they, they have different life experiences, oh my god, I'm not that interesting. Well, actually, they will very often feel like you're the older guy and they have to be interesting enough for you because of the things you've already done and already seen and the crazy experiences you have in your life. Don't try to make her pick you, don't try to impress her. She's already impressed if you're telling the right stories and doing the right things on a date. And talking about doing the right things on a date, lead, lead, lead. There used to be guys who don't have balls to pull the trigger. Lead on a date, go for the kiss, pull home, escalate, go for the lay, be confident. There used to be guys who are just too shy or afraid around women and they go on three dates and don't even try to fuck them. I've heard so many stories from girls about guys that don't escalate, they don't lead, they don't try to fuck them. Girls want you to escalate, they want you to lead, they want you to try. At the same time, calibrate. They are also used to fuckboys who just escalate and pull too fast. They are too much of, a, too much of bad boys and they just don't calibrate. They have zero calibration. They just escalate, 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 pull, pull, pull. There is not enough comfort. So don't be that guy as well. Don't be too nice, but don't be the dick that doesn't even have a conversation and tries to pull her home after a 30 minute long date. It's an act of balancing between um, leading and calibration. It's always better to err on a side of going faster rather than slower. In general, if you aren't pulling home after three, three and a half hour long date, you're going too slow. 
Whereas if you're pulling home after one hour, you're definitely going too fast. Don't go that fast. Okay, the next tip you can use with younger girls. And uh, this was actually pretty, <laughs> pretty hilarious. Um, I was on a date of around two years back with a very beautiful young girl. She was 20, I think she was 23. And it turned out, I didn't know it at the time, but she was a virgin. So it was the third, I think it was the third or the second date. I'm pretty sure it was the third date. And we are at the venue next to my place, but it's still kind of going slow. And I had recently started day gaming. I wasn't as, I didn't have all the moves down. And, and I'm thinking, okay, I have to get her to my place. I have to pull, but how do I do that? How do I get her to come over? And she had to go, I think, to another city to go back home. It's like, yeah, if she comes over to mine, she has to stay over. How do I get her to do that? And I felt she might not be ready for sex, but I thought, well, if she stays over, then um, it will be a lot of comfort building. And if we don't sleep this time, we will definitely do the next time we meet. And we are outside the venue. We're already walking and I, already, I am already kind of walking her to her transport, her bus. And I'm thinking, oh, wait. I am 30, she's 23, 24. What was some stupid shit I used to tell girls when I was that age and that worked to get girls over? But some shit that I find hilarious now and that I now think, oh my God, that this shit would never work. And I thought, oh wait, I used to say that you can come over, but it doesn't mean we will have sex. And I said that she came over, uh, we made out, she stayed over, uh, we didn't have sex that time, we, we had sex the next time. This was the time when, our, when I found, I think that was the date when I found out she was a virgin. She came back another time, we had sex and uh, we used to date or she was a regular for a while. So whenever you don't know what to do, think about what was the shit that you used to pull when you were younger, maybe. Because a lot of guys, they were they are really successful with girls when they're like 24, 25, up to 28. And then their social circle ages with them and they don't have young girls around anymore. So that's when they start struggling. So think when you were younger, if you were successful with girls, what, what used to work? And still use that stuff. It still works. When you are on a date with a younger girl, as with any other girl, don't talk about boring stuff, especially with younger chicks, because they don't relate to it. They don't know anything about how it is. To, like a lot of them haven't even had jobs. So don't talk about work. Don't talk about boring shit like, like that. And most importantly, let her invest. She probably hasn't had as many interesting life experiences as you, but let her share. <clears throat> let her tell her stories. Connection is built when investing, not when listening to someone else's stories. The more she talks, the more invested she is, the better connection she feels. When you tell your deep stories, that's when you build your connection, your side of the connection. You will feel connected and invested, not her. She has to tell the stories in order for her to feel invested in the communication. Don't go to fancy places. You can go to cheaper venues. Young chicks go to cheap bars. So 
take her to a more expensive place and risk becoming the guy who takes her to fancy places. A lot of young hot chicks have guys taking them places, so don't be one of those guys. Don't, don't let them put you in that box. So still go to cheap bars, have a beer, don't do anything fancy. There is no fucking need for that. And be, be sure to cover wilder topics. Travels, music festivals, partying, drugs. Don't expect them to be into those things, but test those topics. Oftentimes, they've had more parties and drugs than you in all of your lifetime. And maybe they don't do that stuff anymore. But they most probably have amazing stories they can tell. And also, tell your stories. You've been places, you've done stuff. It's interesting to them. Use the list, like the ABCs, use them. But make sure you aren't bragging. You can tell stories, but if you want uh, to brag about how you've been crazy places and you traveled the world, make sure it doesn't sound like bragging. And of course, I have to talk about warnings. There are some things that uh, you have to know when dating young girls. As always, Spending time outside bedroom is fine and it's okay going places, going to bars, maybe even, I don't know, going out to eat or whatever it is you want to do. But it's fine after you've had sex. I love spending time with girls, going places, doing stuff, but I never do that before we have had sex. Don't fall into the trap of having long experiences to build connection to sleep with a girl. It's not necessary. I've tested it. I've um, worked. I, I've done it with girls that were harder to sleep with, and I've realized it's not necessary. I I would rather open other checks, uh, and uh, yeah, don't don't spend time outside the bedroom before you've had sex. Next warning is alcohol. Know your local laws, uh, age of consent, and what's with alcohol. Maybe if you are in Europe, in most places, sleeping with a 16-year-old might be legal if she is sober. Or it might not. Do your research. Find out what's with the alcohol, if, if especially if it's legal in your country to sleep with a girl that's less than 18, let's say 17 or, or 16. She probably has to be sober. Don't do any st anything stupid. That one notch and that one crazy story is not worth it. So do your research and be responsible. Be, be an adult. And if you basically, if you can get laid with 25-year-olds, you can get laid with 18 to 23-year-olds. Even, even more, probably. I think... In a way, they are easier to sleep with. They haven't had so many bad fuckboy experiences. They are still exploring. Whereas if they are 25 plus, they have seen some shit. They oftentimes discover their sex sexuality and they oftentimes aren't up for as many adventures. Or they are. You'll figure it out fast. They know what they want and uh, they will either be really easy to sleep with or they will be looking for a boyfriend, a husband material. Whereas younger girls are more open to leading. Again, if your game is shitty, it might be easier to sleep with 25 year olds and older, 25 plus year olds, because they either like you or not and the 
you being an interesting guy is maybe enough. Whereas younger chicks, you will kind of need a bit more game sometimes, especially if they're hot because they have a lot of attention from guys. And the final words of this podcast or the final message when day gaming younger girls and for me this is very important because I've had my times where I day game non-stop countless hours a day and fuck anything that moves without giving a fuck about them so and I kind of now look at it a little bit different so the final words the final things I want to say is don't fuck up their lives treat girls with respect I love the girls I sleep with. I sleep with them fast. I sleep with them hard. Oftentimes I sleep with them just once, but I never mislead them. I never give them the impression that we'll have a relationship, that I'm a nice guy. They know what I am. They understand what's happening. And if they want to see them again, if I want to see them more than once, they are sometimes surprised that I wrote to them and I didn't want, that I wanted to see them again because they thought uh, I sleep with girls just once. I want to make sure they enjoy the experience just as much as I do. And if you have to lie to a girl to get laid, uh, and most girls are guilty, feel guilty after sleeping with you, you have a lot, a lot, a lot to learn about day game. With that being said, I hope you will stop saying that they're too young, that there's nothing to talk about with them and they're bad in bed and you will open your world to the beauty of younger, even hotter girls and you'll go out, approach them and sleep with them. Well, guys, that's it for today. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube and you like this podcast, please give it a thumbs up. And if you're listening to this on uh, iTunes or on any other platform, Please, this is really important uh, to help more guys discover this podcast and also to help me get my name, my brand out. Please go to the platform and rate this podcast. Give it, give it five stars. Leave a review if you liked it. And if you have a wing who oftentimes isn't approaching the younger girls, then send him this podcast and help him discover younger and hotter girls. And if you want to work on your dates or on your day game, then shoot me an email and sign up for some coaching calls or in-field coaching. That's it for today. Bye, guys.